So it's time to talk about the Lib Dems. So Nick, do you want to try this mystery whiskey that I've got? It, yeah, might, go for it. it might be the same as the Talisker that we've just had. But, um, got them. Here we go. So who are we talking about? The Lib Dems. Right. Um, who? Yeah. yeah, the Lib Dems. So there's been this poll, hasn't there? Oh, the latest YouGov. Yeah. YouGov poll. Yeah. Um, 24%? Yeah, they're on 24. 20? I think the yeah. Brexit Party are on 22. Uh, Conservatives oh, and Labour are the same. Yeah. Oh, sorry, on, Conservatives and Labour are the same. On 19. Okay. On 19 each, then the Greens on 8, and then everyone else. So I didn't even, on, on the, the, the tweets that I saw about this, Change UK and UKIP weren't, they weren't even mentioned. They were just included in others. They're so down, the, on this, I can see here, they're down at 1% each. Which right. is, again, that's... That's, that's, that's a rounding error. That's basically zero, exactly. Um, if the, come on, if there's a rounding error, Change UK will be in it. But yeah, this is the, this is the Lib Dems are leading, and this is, a, this is Westminster voting intention. This isn't a carryover specifically of polling for the Euro elections. This is, this is if there was a general election, this is... If there were a general election held tomorrow, which party would you vote for? Uh, and obviously they have their methodologies of how they find people and how many and, uh, and how they weight these things um, to, try and, to try and eliminate problems like shy Tories. Um, but, uh, so I've got, I've got a little bit of news about that, actually. Say, there's this, been an awful lot of shy Tories at the moment. Well, but this, this reminds me of Clegmania back in 2010. 20, yeah, oh, been, well, so it would have been the run-up to the 2010 election. It would have been election. the run-up to the yeah. 2010 election. They, they were on about 30% or something at one that, stage. Even quite, think, that was quite close to the election date. Um, I think that was the last time, the last and only other time, that Lib Thames have polled in the lead was Clegmania. I agree with Nick. Well, it was a, it was a debate, wasn't it? When Nick Clegg would say something, and then both of them would just so bend I, over backwards I to agree with Nick. to agree with him. Yeah, which which lasted up until the point where people actually had to vote for him, and then they and, and either they couldn't. Or but what were what were the other two thinking? I mean, it, it obviously, I mean, it didn't really work for Clegg. He still lost, and then yet still got to join the government. But because I was I was really surprised because I thought if anything was going to happen, that Gordon Brown and David Cameron would not. Not really work together or gang up, but I thought they would, between them, they would destroy yeah. Clegg and just make him out to be someone who shouldn't even be there. Yeah. Um, I'd just, I'd pretend he didn't exist. I think that would be the easiest thing to do. I mean, it, it still it still worked, I guess. Well, it worked for David Cameron. Yeah. Up, up to a point, he still had to... He still had to go into coalition with him. To, to um, him. But yeah. So anyway, you were going to say there was something about... Well, yeah, so you, um, these, these polls uh, by YouGov. Um, yes. So... What normally happens is you get a choice of the big parties, so Conservative, Labour, Lib Dem, etc. With the smaller parties, what happens initially is they you have to click on other, and then you have to select the party. Right. And the Brexit party within other. So they're not even shown as a main option yet. So the Brexit right. party managed to get 22%. They managed to come second. Without actually being an option. It was more work to get it was to more. It was another click. Which, and, and whenever there's another click... Um, you know, there's 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 uh, less likely that people are gonna uh, are gonna actually kind of go that far. Well, um, there's just because there's, there's, there's not a reminder of that they exist. Put them no, well, and there's going to be the, the people that even though you can click on other, there will just be the people who think you can't, the people who don't realise you can, the people that think you have to choose from these three, 
Um, and we'll perhaps think that other means independent. Or, yes. Or, or greens, or and I don't want any of those. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that 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 would perhaps indicate that they've got a little more. bit more support now. In YouGov's defence, I saw that I saw a I saw them talking about this. Have they factored it in? Well, so what happens is this, so there's there's a there's a there's a point where they bring parties from outside of other and into one of the main options, um, and they, they always try and work out when that point is. Um, but they're wary of the fact that with the European elections, yeah, um, they they still had the Brexit party coming out as more than the vote that they got. So what what happens? Oh, because when, when they, when they were polling at thirty seven percent, yet they only actually got thirty two. Or yeah, exactly. So what happens is when you put someone as a main option, that always gives them a boost. But they're wary at the moment right. that there's some that their polls aren't quite as accurate as they could be. So they're not. They don't think they've reached the point yet where they bring the Brexit party out. That's the rationale behind it. But it, I, I think it's still impressive that they managed to get to 22%, beat the Tories and beat Labour, whilst being an, another option. The, the fact that Conservatives and Labour are third and fourth, mm. regardless of however... It, yeah, it, potentially, you swap over Lib Dems and Brexit party in this poll. But that doesn't change the fact that the Conservatives and Labour are joined. I, mean, I still, I still don't think people... I think people a bit like... Probably there were in 2010 with the Lib Dems, is that they will say that they will vote for these people. If there was actually a general election and it came down to it, I'm not sure how much support they would get. I think people are quite happy to put down on a poll that they'll vote for the Brexit Party because they want to give the Conservatives a kick up the backside. But I'm not sure how many people will vote for them because they still don't have a manifesto. And it's not like they were saying, like, remember the referendum party in 1992? They didn't yeah. have a manifesto, but they said, we are absolutely a single-issue party. Yeah. What we will do is we will leave um, yeah. Europe, and then we'll call another election, and that's it. We don't want to lead for any longer than this. Yeah. That's different from what the Brexit party is saying. They are saying that we want to be a, a, it's a proper change party. Politics and, yeah. um, in time, we're just in the process of making our manifesto. Yeah. So it is slightly They're not just a single-issue party. So do you think then, uh, following on from that, that it's it's time for Lib Dem supporters to forgive the Lib Dems? Do you, do you, do you see that happening in any way? Or do you I still think just these, think this I is think these are remainers. I think these are Remainers who have seen that the Lib Dems are the best chance they've got of scuppering Brexit. Right. And I think once Brexit is over and done with, either way, they'll, they'll I think their, their support will evaporate. I, I, I think you you can probably bear that out with who are the high profile Labour Party people who have voted, who have come out and voted. So, we, what have we had this week? We've had Alistair Campbell, who voted Lib Dem and has been expelled from the Labour Party. See, that's. If, if you actually read the rules around, around Not that. Not specifically, no. So, there's nothing about voting there. You can't, you can't show... What about support? Has well, yeah, so it's, it's defined as support. But the way they phrase it is that you... Aren't you supporting the party if you vote for them? Well, so that's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. But it's, it's, you can't say you're going to vote for someone. And you but can't you can vote, vote that way. But I think it, it appeared that there was like a loophole that you can say you voted in the past, for example. Uh, right. But they, 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 let's be fair, let's be honest, they pick and choose who oh, they... Oh, they do, absolutely. Who I mean, Jeremy Corbyn has, has cheered on non-Labour candidates um, when he was like, you know, George Galloway and people, he's, you know... And, oh, and absolutely. Um, they, but, they just wanted Alistair Campbell out. No, absolutely. My, my point is, isn't Alistair Campbell exactly the person that you just described? 
isn't Alistair Campbell the person who just wants to remain and oh, vote for whatever more, party more he than, can more than and will else. ditch them again as long as he gets remain? Of course he will. He 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 will be he'll be back in Labour. And was it is it uh, Charles Clark was another one, former Labour Home Secretary. He's come out. So there was an I am Spartacus thing. Did you see? This? I mean, I'm not on Twitter. Did you see this on on Twitter? I didn't, I didn't see this. Maybe it wasn't um, a very big I am Spartacus moment then. Yeah, but what I what I heard was that various senior, generally former, ministers or shadow ministers um, in the Labour Party, senior figures in the Labour Party, all coming out and saying, "Oh, I didn't vote for Labour either." I voted for, and some of them voted for Green, but but most of them I think voted for Lib Dem, daring the party to expel them. But my understanding is that they haven't. Forty eight hours has passed, and well, I did see a report today that Alistair Campbell was out there saying, oh, "This is discrimination. You are you you you've got rid of me, but you haven't got rid of the other person. People have just admitted in exactly the same way that I have. And so why haven't you?" There was a member of the NEC today who was found making anti-Semitic comments and he wasn't kicked out either suspended he was just suspended yeah um, but I saw I saw an interview with Alistair Campbell a day or so ago and he was saying something along the lines of as far as I'm concerned I'm still a, I'm still in the Labour Party which is just him isn't it just ignoring decisions made um, <laughs> well that, that is what he likes to do yeah uh, but yeah okay so the Lib Dems I think it's temporary support is what it's I'm te- yeah temp- temporary support um when did uh, when did Vince Cable announce his retirement? Was that during this poll? Was that around the time? It was, no, it was before. It right. Was before, so it was already so known. Do you that... think <laughs> that had an impact on the poll result? Uh, oh, Vince Cable's off. I'll definitely lend my support then. I think. I think. Do you think he's a hindrance? I th- probably because he's just seemed to be. I mean, so a few years ago. He was seen to be quite astute, sage, um, until after they went into coalition with the Tories, and then he was kind of exposed as flip-flopping on issues and saying one thing to one person and one thing to another. As as Nick Clegg and some of, a lot of the other Lib Dems have done. They've, well, I was going to say you just you just given a Lib Dem that's trait, their there. policy, isn't it? Yeah, um, the, the fence sitting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so nowadays, I think he's just seen to be. I mean, there was, there was that sting as well, wasn't there? And he was kind of removed from office and. What have you? That was a couple of years ago, and yeah. so I think he's he's thought of now as a slightly incompetent old man, um, yeah, just doing a holding position. And I remember, so we did a podcast a, a month or a couple of months ago now, maybe three months ago, about about Change UK, but they weren't Change UK at the time; they were the independent uh, group. This is when they'd just been formed. Well, they'd literally just been formed on that day. In fact, we did another one two days later when the the Tories left and, and joined them. Yeah, and I remember joking then, saying that the Lib Dems have been crying out for all the, the new centrists to join them, Change UK, join, and then within a day they've, they've beaten the Lib Dems in the, in the polls with, with no manifestos and nothing. And what's happened is they've dropped off a cliff and the Lib, the Lib Dems have just seen a resurgence. Yeah. I, I never predicted that. So you didn't think that the, the, the people walking away from the Lib Dems was, was, was soft? You thought, you thought that was a, a permanent shift away from them? I thought it would be longer... Than, than this yeah I thought they were going to be in the wilderness for a long time yeah I suppose I suppose I've been waiting for a new centrist force I mean this is all using it in terms of the media isn't it but um, and we and I suppose yeah we all thought it was going to be the independent group Change UK whatever you want to call them well so we, we, we thought that for two days I remember having the first podcast <laughs> where we said you know 
it's good good for them. They've left because of well, they left because of anti-Semitism. Well, that's what they said, and, and the uh, leadership of the Labour Party. Exactly, and you think you know, fair play. They can't tolerate Jeremy Corbyn anymore, and yeah. let's face it, who could? So they've they've formed their own their own party, um, and in the space of a day or so, they've they've blitzed the Lib Dems. You know, that's that's quite for them good work. Yeah. Um, the only way to, surely use up. Exactly, that's what, that's what you think. Two days later, um, some Tories have left, all arch remainers. And I remember writing back a bit and saying, hang on a second, we thought this was a, a new centrist party, but we think it's a new Remain party. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. They, they surged in the, in the polls within the first couple of days. As soon as it was clear that they were just a, a get out of uh, you know, an anti-Brexit party, They've just slowly gone down, and they've been they've been a catalogue of errors. And they kept as well. well before that's we, the, that's before we get one. on to a catalogue of errors, they they said early on that this is I didn't know this isn't about this isn't about Brexit. This isn't about you know Remain all this. Or they, or they certainly marginalised it. Um, but as you say, it then quickly became all about Anna Subri and Heidi Allen, and they Nicola started, Murray. Oh, is, she is, is so she, she is so Nicola Murray. Yeah. Yeah. There's no need to make any more episodes of the thick of it while she's still involved. Yeah. Um, but what was I going to say? So they, obviously then there was the run-up to the election. So they weren't even a party at this point. And they no, were polling. No, no, and then because, well, they, were. because they were... They were just a grouping. They, they, they were just a, a group of school. And yep. the independent group was some, I think it was a limited company. So they could take donations without divulging who they were for. And they, yep. they there were lots of kind of electoral law that didn't apply to them because they weren't a specific party. But we pointed out, basically, this is just a group of Remainers. There's not a, not a lever among them. And as soon as we got to the point that um, the, the Brexit date started getting closer, it was all they talked about. It was, it was the only thing they talked about. And then as soon as you had, they had to run for the European elections, they start calling themselves the Remain Alliance. And well, that, so that, that wasn't the only thing they've, they've called. So they started out. Go as, on, then, give us give us the list of names. Okay, so number one they, since they, February, they came out as the independent group. Yeah, which I mean, so that sounds oxymoronic. Isn't that yes, exactly what I was going to say to to start with. But, well, but which which is it? Pick one. Yeah, exactly. So the independent group, they then decided to form an actual party and called themselves Change UK. Although Anna Subri kept calling them Change.org. <laughs> which is the the website for is it petitions? I think, yeah, it? yeah. yeah so Change UK. They then get bored of Change UK, or or whether people get confused because they keep thinking that you know, or keep trying to search for the independent group and can't find it. So they change their name again to Change UK colon the independent group. Um, and now they've been talking to, about themselves as as the Remain Alliance, but they're not allied with anybody. I remember, I remember they, they were asked, I think it was, I think it was Heidi Allen um, who was asked about, you know, would you form a coalition with the Lib Dems? You're both arch Remainers. Yeah. And she said, no, no, we want to beat the Lib Dems. We want to be the main centrist, you know, Remain option. We're not interested um, in, in forming an alliance with, with the Lib Dems. Um, so who are, they, who are they allied with? No, nobody. It's not much of an alliance, is it? No. And it's not much of anything at the moment. Well, and so they got no... MEP seats in the Euro elections and they put up this This was what I thought was really interesting because albeit the, the, in the polls the Lib Dems started climbing because they're the only ones saying you know bollocks to Brexit 
um, regardless of what you think about using that kind of language in a political campaign and on the front of a leaflet. Um, that's ridiculous, but that's another thing. Yeah, but there was this initial race, if you like, to get famous faces between the two parties that had never been parties before. The, t- the two parties that didn't want to be seen as politicians anymore. And uh, even, though, even though it's utter nonsense, you know, when you're getting people from the media class and stuff like this. Uh, and, and, and I'm talking here about the Brexit Party and Change UK, the independent group, to give them their full and ridiculous name. And so you had, you know, the Brexit Party announcing a Reese Mogg on one side and Change UK announcing a, a Johnson on, on the other side. And, and then who, you know, a TV doctor over here, former BBC News presenter over there. And, and you thought, well, okay, th- th- I know why you're doing this. You're doing this for name recognition. You're doing this to, in the same way that, you know, presidents running a campaign like to have, you know, Bruce Willis come and endorse them or whatever. Um, that- the, the, the Brexit party carried on though, and they got some, they got some reasonably big names. They, they had um, Claire Fox. Yep. Well, you say you had, you're talking about them in the past tense. These people that you're talking about well, okay. are now so, MEPs. So now MEPs are Clef Fox, yeah. former, former Marxist. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm, I always like calling her a revolutionary communist. A former revolutionary communist. Like there's a special class of communist that isn't revolutionary, <laughs> but she is one. But she, she's pretty sound. Um, I mean, we've, oh, she's we've, basically a libertarian. We, we, we've, seen her, we've seen her speak. Uh, yeah. And she, she's really oh, she's good. awesome. Um, they've had uh, Lance Foreman, obviously, kind of lead means lead ambassador, but you know people kind of yeah. know who he is now. Um, there were, I can't remember his name. Well, and the and the leaders of the Leave Me Leave campaign, people like John Longworth, and yeah, John and Richard and, Tyson, and yeah. Whitcomb, obviously. The, the, the so out. they poached down Whitcomb, yeah. Um, and even I can't remember the guy's name, but he was in the Special Forces, um, who's now like yes. a, bit of a conservationist or whatever in Africa. Uh, but he was in the, he was in the SBS, the Special Boat Service. That's that's so they're like, out there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they're they're the, like the underwater SAS. They're yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, so they got these huge big names, and then you know, Change UK had a couple. Um, had Gavin Esler. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> um, but it didn't work for them, and this is the point: it didn't work for them at all, and they haven't even been able to put up a shared candidate, this alliance of Remainers, in the Peterborough by election, and. The, the Peterborough by-election is very close to our heart, being our neighbouring. Because I mean, we we live in Peterborough, but we're not in the Peterborough um, uh, constituency. Yeah, we're at about five hundred yards. Yeah, exactly. And so we would, you know, we would love to have that opportunity. But um, I still would. I still wouldn't vote. For not you. You wouldn't vote, would you? But um, <laughs> I'd give them. I'd give them a pasting. Um, it, it, I'm now. I'm now basically at the point where. Um, I there would there, there aren't any reasons that I can conceive of currently that I would ever vote in a general election ever again. But I quite like the idea of sticking to them in other elections where um, where where it's funny or. You but can so a by election is comparable to a general election because you are still voting for a member of parliament. So you still you'd vote in a by election. Um, yeah, I probably would vote in a by election. Um, but so it depends. But again, it depends. This is a. Di- this by-election is different. You, you have to say this by-election is different. This by-election is different for all sorts of reasons. The fact that the Peterborough MP was, you know, went to jail, and then for the first time, this was an MP that that had the recall position and lost. You know, we had other people who had the recall position and, and, and a petition and won. This is the first time we lost. Fiona Arsenio was a, is a was a laughable character. 
Um, you know, it, it actually made more sense to keep her there for the opposite, you know, for, for, for the opposing forces to just point and laugh at. Um, but it's given this opportunity for the Brexit Party to get an MP. Now, let's look at UKIP and let's, let's look at what, um, what happened with them over the years and whether, you know, they never got an ME, they never got an MP other than one defecting. Am I right? So you had Mark Reckless and you had uh, Douglas Carswell. Yeah, I don't think... Who were already MPs of another party. Yeah, Reckless, Reckless when he had his by-election, didn't win it, did he? He got out. So he, um, yeah. I think Carswell is the only one who actually... Because um, there, was, there was another UKIP MP before... Who but again, he just defected without a by-election. Yeah. Um, whereas Carswell did it and won. But we've spoken about him before. We liked Douglas Carswell. Um, he's kind of... He's, he's a bit of a classical liberal, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and um, and he's written some bordering, good books. bordering the libertarian. Now. Yeah, um, but he, you know, and, and again, he was thinking big picture with the um, the coming EU referendum, and he wanted to put pressure on on the government, so he wanted to be a high profile person. I think he, I think he also wanted, but he to wasn't po- UKIP. He wasn't UKIP through and through. Well, I, th- I think he saw UKIP as a bit of a threat, and particularly Nigel Farage with his you know, some of the the posters he was standing in front of. I think he saw. He wanted parts a temper. Of, yeah, I think he saw yeah. parts of UKIP as being toxic to the campaign. Yeah. And he wanted to be, because he was a member of parliament, he wanted to be the, you know, the, 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 the kind of face of, of UKIP for the media. Yeah. Um, which I think was a, was a good idea. But let's bring it back to the Peterborough by-election. There have been by-elections before. Nigel Farage has stood a number of times. And if, if, if we're seven, calling... I seven or eight. <laughs> I think it is eight times. If, it, it, let, let, let's be very clear. And I think most people admit this. The Brexit Party is Nigel Farage. Yeah? It's Nigel Farage's Brexit Party. It's all about him. He seems to have learnt, though, from uh, his time at UKIP. So yeah. there are things that he doesn't... So he's, he doesn't, he's not gone, doesn't go on about immigration anymore. No. Um, there are certain things he's, he's kind of learnt his lesson. But UKIP never won a by-election. And if the polls are right... Carswell, they, other than Carswell. Yeah, again, with, with someone who'd never been in Parliament before. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So, so Clacton, and yet they're Cl- about Clacton, to win. Clacton were a so they were a a, a, margin, a Tory marginal um, when Douglas Carswell first took over when in. he first became elected. Um, they, they were marginal with he won by like a couple of hundred or something, or a few hundred. Um, and he turned in, in in the space of like five years, he turned that into a lead of like ten or fifteen thousand or something. So he turned that into and that's like down a to him. and it was down to him because Clacton love him. So they were when when they were voting for. They were, him. For him. they were voting for him. They weren't voting for you. He could have been yeah. any party, and they would have. Yeah. They, they were voting for him. Whereas this is this is the first time that I mean, again, obviously it's all it's all about stats, isn't it? Meteoric rise, party only been a party for six weeks, all this kind of stuff, and then to win a by election in, I mean, Peterborough is leave voting, yeah, you know, majority leave voting, um, but this is it would it would be a big thing, wouldn't it? I mean, it's only a few days away. What do you think will happen next? What do you think? Do you think that will give the Brexit Party that that the, the next boost? If, if, he, if he gets in, so I've just checked. It's Mike Green, isn't it? Who's the Brexit Party candidate? Who's been a Peterborough yeah. resident since he was a, a kid? Yeah, and he's um, a successful business person. He he's like on the board of the cathedral and all this. And yeah, what what I did quite like about him. So there were the, there were the hustings the other day in I think the cathedral or one of the churches, um, and. They were asking about, uh, you know, you don't have a manifesto. Yes, single um, issue again. Yeah, single issue party. What are you going to do in Westminster? And he's probably something like, I don't really, but I don't believe in Westminster. So, 
I don't, I don't really, I, you know, I really obviously vote for people, but someone who wants to tear it down, yeah, um, is, is is a good thing, as, as far as I'm concerned. And then there's still, I think, in the Peterborough by-election, I think they're still ahead in the polls. Um, again, whether whether people will actually turn around and think, oh, I can't vote for, I can't vote for, did, for the Brexit party, but they are still ahead as of now. Did you see that um, the so the local paper is the Peterborough Telegraph? And the Labour Party took out an attack ad, a four-page oh, attack ad. got spiked, didn't it? And Beautiful. so what the Peterborough Telegraph thought was the right thing to do, and I don't think they had any obligation to do this, um, was they gave the Brexit Party the heads up. And well, they, want, they want to make more money. They want to sell another single-page spread, don't they? So and I've got no problem with that. If they're doing it for those means, what I'm saying is they could have had political in, uh, motivations to not do it. They might have decided the owners, the owners, the runners of the, the head of the advertising department might have gone, well, I want Labour to win, so I'm not even going to do this. Um, but they got in touch with the Brexit Party and within like a couple of hours, the Brexit Party came up with a counter ad in the same style. Um, I, I, I recommend people look this up. It's, it's fantastic. Because uh, it was something like, you know, why you shouldn't vote for the Brexit Party. And so they went, well, why, why you shouldn't vote for the Labour Party then? And, yeah, it's, it's, and on, gave their it's, on, it's on Grido Forks if you, um, if you, if you want to check it out. Um, yeah. So, that, yeah, that strikes me as either being, either the head of advertising is a Brexiteer or they're just being quite savvy and thinking, hang on, most of the people who vote here yeah. are going to be Brexiteers. So we'll give them, we'll give them a fair game. You, you've used a key word there, which is savvy. And don't you think that's that... That slickness of the Brexit party from nowhere. I say from nowhere. Nigel Farage has probably been thinking about it for a while. He wasn't even the one who physically registered the the, the name and everything. Well, no, he was apparently it was um, Blakelock, wasn't it? Blakelock. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's taken it and run with it. And I, I imagine that there's been money come from Leave Means Leave and and, and organisations like that that have, that have kept the Brexit fight going. Um, certainly, a number of the Leave Means Leave senior people. Uh, I mean, as, as as listeners to this will know, I was I was involved with Leave Me's Leave for a bit, um, but let's just say that that they've just gone dark, completely gone dark, and I think it was because the Brexit Party just basically took over. But they're really slick. Their branding is good. They've been um, obviously um, getting the right people to run as MEPs. They've been courting the media very very well, um, and they've been getting the money in. And they've been getting the money in with a really simple message, uh, and it's been working. I mean, I, I, I always like the the comparisons when you know when when Obama was getting tiny donations in and getting you know hundreds of thousands of tiny donations in. It's seen as this triumph of this new way of doing democracy. Whereas as soon as the Brexit Party start doing it, then Gordon Brown pops up in order to accuse them of taking dark money and and getting an investigation by the Electoral Commission two days before the election. And I quite like Gordon Brown's line about Nigel Farage wanting to be a member of the, you know, no, 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 not a man of the people, a man of, people, a man man of, of the PayPal. Yeah, so that was that was clever. Although Labour Party, doesn't that backfire? Doesn't that if if you hear that line, don't you go, yeah, I've used PayPal. Well, and and also, so the Labour Party do exactly the same thing. You can you can you can make a PayPal donation to the Labour Party from anywhere in the world, and it will convert it to pounds sterling. Yes, and if it's under. Five hundred pounds. It won't get investigated. All the parties do that. It's yes. nothing new. No, no. That was that was just um, politicking, wasn't it? Mm. So, okay. Is is my question though? Then building. Do you think by having a uh, a Brexit party MP, I'm I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to win the Peterborough by election. If they do, do you think that? 
that gives them a base to do anything else. What 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 do you think they'll do with that? Well, I think they'll 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 continue to apply pressure, and it will give them the kind of the impetus they need. And I think they will go on and more support more donations because people will think, hang on a second, this is the this is the, the you know the first election we've had of its kind for you know well forever as you as you, yeah. as you say um and particularly since they've only you know they've only been around for six or seven weeks if they can say look hang on we've been around for eight weeks and we've already got an mp yes um people will start thinking hang on they're they're, they're serious and they, and they mean business and just to, just going back to their campaign for a second there's um it's um stephen edgington i've just looked him up he's the guy he, he was he's a young lad uh very very talented he uh he was, he was on the um the delling pole podcast a while back he ran the right or he, or he runs the kind of uk parliament uk youtube um uh youtube channel okay um, and he's he's like a, quite an entrepreneur but he was the, he's like their digital strategist or, or whatever right and he was the brains behind the campaign right uh, and he's done a, an amazing job you know love, love them or hate them themselves you can't you know take away how successful their from campaign the has been from nothing yes. you know? and if you compare that to which we perhaps can do in a minute if you can compare that to Change UK and the mistake after mistake after mistake that they've made they've done the complete opposite you do realise we've done it again though this was supposed to be talking about the Lib Dems it is but they're they're not really full podcast worthy <laughs> but is that but is that the problem I mean this is well that's I, the thing at the moment they're only you know I've resisted saying it so far they're only a sing- they're, at the moment they're a single issue party as well I think the Liberal Democrats yeah yeah the, the so called Liberal Democrats <laughs> that are neither Liberal nor Democrat correct I got I got nearly half an hour in without saying it I want to say one more thing about the Lib Dems okay and and that is that the Brexit party have been around yes only for a, a short number of weeks but very, very clear, brand new, very brand new, but yet Nigel Farage. Everyone knows what Nigel Farage stands for. Uh, and so very clear message, and hence they won. And let's let's just remind people, the Brexit Party are the largest national party in the European Parliament. They didn't just win the UK, they won, they won Europe, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but the Lib Dems, they, yes, you're, you're saying they're basically now a single-issue party, but the Remain vote has been split. There's no two ways about it. The Greens have done better than they normally do because they're coming out there saying we're, we're for revoke, we're for, we're for um, stopping Brexit. But I'm still, I'm still quite surprised, I suppose, that enough people got together independently to vote for the Lib Dems as one party for Remain. And... I wonder whether that's just as simple as the fact that they had a slogan which was bollocks to Brexit. Is that is that the success of a phrase like that? Or is it because they are the only party that credit credit where credit's due <laughs> that right from the day after the referendum they're saying, Yeah, no, we don't agree with that. <laughs> I yeah, I think so. I think people don't like uh some of the things about Change UK as well. They perhaps don't trust some of the politicians. Um, at least the Lib Dems have been honest in their contempt for democracy, <laughs> you know, right, right from the beginning. It still, it still amazes me to a point how many people will vote for them knowing that their single issue is to overturn the largest democratic decision that has ever been made in Britain. And, and you know, it's, that's staggering 
to me. Um, yeah, but, but we are where we are. Can we? And you know, you know, I don't like to mock the afflicted. <laughs> but can we just spend a moment going through some of Change UK's? Are you um, writing a eulogy? Well, it, it kind of feels like it um, because they've had they've, they've done so many things wrong. Um, I just go on then. Let's rattle through them. Okay, so so there's Change UK, the independent group. So ignoring the fact that they. Uh, they don't know what their name is. Well, there's a, there's a name change. The, the name changes, multiple name changes. Um, you know, they, they, they've been around for three months, and they couldn't had, get their logo approved well, by the, the electoral that's commission. The, that's the second thing. They had they had the hashtag in the logo, and the electoral commission said no, sorry. Um, and even on the on the voting slips, they didn't even they didn't even have their they current have, logo. They didn't have the stripes, did the, they? The, the Tigger stripes. Um, or, the, or the redactions. Well, or yeah, it just looks like it just like names that have been crossed off or something that's been redacted. Yeah. Um, and, and did you see it on the side of the, on the side of the bus? Oh yeah, it looked like it had been drawn in Microsoft Word by a ten-year-old. Yeah, it looked like a website that hadn't loaded properly. It was <laughs> yeah. just yeah, very 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 bad. The but, opposite of slick and savvy. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So there's the uh, the Facebook. Um, uh, so they overspent. Well, I say overspent. They spent more than any of the other parties, so they can't say, "Well, we're a new party. We've had a two-string budget." They spent more oh, than Brexit party. They spent more than Labour. Spent more than the. They spent the more. They they, they uh, outspend. Is the they outspend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think towards the end, the others kind of caught up. Um, but yeah, they, they they had a huge budget, particularly on Facebook, which got them absolutely nowhere. You you'll laugh as soon as I say this. Funny tinge. Oh God! Oh, I, I do you remember that. I, I, I watched it live. I mean, oh yes, yeah, I didn't yeah. see it live. I remember seeing it on Twitter and thinking, "Hilarious!" What the hell is this about? Hilarious. Funny tinge. Um, and her excuse was, "I've been, I've been up all night, a bit tired." Yeah. Well, th that was the day of the launch. That was the day of the launch, and so she was like, "Yeah." She, she said something. She, she basically lied. She said, "I've done, you know, like you know, back to back press um, for the last four hours." And it had been like an hour ago or something. I mean, it was it was something nonsense, something nonsense like that. She she she'd gone from the the launch where she got to say a few words. Half an hour later, she's in the the TV studios. Um, hardly hardly that tiring. Um, it's in your hands. Have you seen that <laughs> the YouTube clip? Yeah, that is the most cringe-worthy clip. Who was that? I don't even know. It's just some. Was it an MEP candidate, maybe? Could have been. It wasn't because the most when I glanced at it was it was Sarah Wollaston, but it wasn't, was it? it no, was, no, it wasn't Nanny. Because she's kind of Nanny Because she's kind of disappeared. Heidi Allen, you know Nicola Murray, it, yeah, she pops up occasionally and gives an awful interview. Yeah, well, f flapping around about whether or not the party even exists. Well, yeah, Anna and Subri pops up and you know it. You know, like you know, you'd know if she came knocking on your door. But whatever happened to Sarah Wollaston? I don't know, you don't, you don't hear from her at all. Um, I think she's probably... Regretting? Kind of, yeah, and I think she probably sees that it's kind of the end now. Um, and that she's thrown away the, her parliamentary career. I, I believe so. Um, but the, 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 the biggest thing um, that I think they've got is they can't, they can't seem to agree on anything. Anything. On anything at all. And they, 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 yeah, they've come together as this centrist party from both sides of the house and we've come together... But they can't agree. They can't agree on a name. They can't agree a on, leader. on a logo. They can't agree on a leader. Even recently, Anna Subri has been having a go in public uh, about Hardy Allen, saying that she should never have 
effectively endorsed the Lib Dems before the EU elections. And well, she's been talking about and... whether or not there'll be some other. She called it the, the, the New World Party. She she described another party that might exist if they merged with someone else. But it, it just sounds like they've they've accepted their fate, even though it's only been 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 three months. But don't you think? Don't don't you think that this is more an individual indictment on them? What we've got here is people that couldn't get on in their own parties, and now they can't get on themselves well, so, in a group. So what's is the this, common denominator? Exactly. Is them. this maybe this is just a group of disagreeable people that don't have the answers, that don't have anything profound to say, they're just annoying, and, they, and they're now annoying each other. Well, maybe that's the best place for them, certainly for the next couple of years. Well, until they get voted out. But yeah, Change UK, the party that are advocating for no change to the UK, yet they also have the word independent in, in their name. They've got independent and UK, just like UKIP have, but yet they're not... I mean, what are they talking about? I don't know. Sort of, I mean, I, I, don't th- I think if you and I wanted to create a parody party... Pa- the parody party. I don't think we could have done a good a job as Change UK. It's... I think we should end there, and I think we should say that from now on, we're going to refer to them as the parody party. That's fine by me. Thanks very much. You've been listening to Sounding Board with me, Nick Elliott, and my brother, Andrew. Uh, please subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. Give us a review, give us a rating, and we'll see you next time.